Welcome to Industry Change. I am Richard Taturnji and today I'm at the headquarters of Snap Fitness in New Zealand and I've got the COO, Chief Operating Officer with me, Andy Peake. Good to have you. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thanks for that. The offices are pretty cool. We've got a great vibe out there. We've got the hustle quote on the wall here. It's a very, uh, it's a very open space to really create and do some, uh, do some very innovative ideas and some concepts. Is that what it's set up for around here? Yeah, it's just it's set up to inspire. It's, it's set up to be a, you know, a fun environment for, for our team to come in and you know and enjoy themselves at work, high energy, yep. and um, not feel like they are performing a chore more than anything. So if we can make it fun, we get the best out of them and, and everyone's yep. happy you know, outside this office within our network. Great. Well, we've been uh, visiting here and uh, you've been a great, great host yesterday. We dropped in a, to a few Snap Fitness Clubs, checked out the vibe and the energy there. Cool. And um, I guess what we're seeing here in, in New Zealand, and especially with the Snap Work, Snap Work there's over 250 locations well, well in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Um, you've been the CEO of Snap over the years. You've had many, uh, many leadership positions in that. Yeah. You're the COO now, and you, yeah. you take care of basically New Zealand. I did want to dive a little bit more in New Zealand. What's the differences? You've had nine, nine clubs. You've very experienced in this gym ex world. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a few... There's a few ways I want to want to take this interview. One, it's the innovation part. Like, you started very early in the industry, about 17. Yep. Yep. Uh, you worked on cruise liners. You spent a lot of time learning about sales and marketing. I did on cruise liners. You great don't sell, you don't eat. Yeah, you don't sell, you don't eat on cruise liners. So that's yep. a great experience that we both had. And now um, you've continued to innovate. You've you've bought gyms, you've sold gyms. Yep. Um, you've moved into very senior roles, very fast, very early. Tell me. Tell me the level of how you've been able to do that. Was it timing? Was it skills? Was it knowing people? Was it relationships? What What were the fundamentals for you to? And you've got a, also a technology business. I want to deep dive in today. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's a good question, and you know, upon reflection, you look at it. And you, it's been a crazy journey going yep. from personal trainer to cruise ships to franchisee to, to CEO of, of Snap Fitness Australia, one of the one of the major kind of four. 24 hour chains over there and you know I did that at a very young age and what age were you CEO? Uh, I became CEO I got the job when I was 24 and I started when I was 25 so right. there's a bit of a t time there for time thing there and um, yeah it was to answer your question it was a combination of, of all of the above there was timing involved yep um, there was a bit of luck and there was there was proven skill um, but in all honesty the only reason I got that job was because I put myself out there and I, I knew the people I was talking to in the sense of I knew what they needed to hear in order for me to get that opportunity to then learn and prove myself. When I started that job, I had no right to get that job from a skill right. and experience. I was 25 years old, no degree. Um, I was great at selling franchises and great at selling gym memberships, but running a, a hundred million plus dollar business is, is, is next level. So. I essentially talked my way into it and then um, did, a, did it a good enough job to be able to stick around. Well, so. I think that's it, you know, you got to talk your way into everything, but most importantly, you actually delivered the results, you yep. delivered the goods. How do you deliver results and goods when, you, when you're learning? Is it learning? How did you go deep in actually making that a success? You know, the first, first three months, I, I really took a bit of a back seat yep. and, I, um, and I observed observed and I, and I learnt both mis the goods and the bads of you know the operators within the industry and within our particular business um, and it was it was 
backing my own ideas and right. my own flavor and not just coming up with ideas and telling people about it, like actually going through with it and doing it. And that, that I think straight away is a big separator in, in operators is, is follow through. Yep. Um, and then I, I've always enjoyed people and relationships. I feel like, um, you know, I, I can show a lot of empathy as well. And because I was a franchisee, um, franchise, other franchisees were able to um, resonate with me Got because you. we were on the same page yep. as well as me being the franchisor. So, um, but outside of work, honestly, during that time period of my life, it was just a relentless study mindset. I studied business. I became a student of business, a student of fitness, a student of industry, and I just learned from people from 100 years ago, 200 years ago, to, to the tycoons of industry today. And I, and I read everything I could, and I listened to everything I could, and I watched things on YouTube, and I, and I just spend my free time studying. And, wow. and even at the time, you don't, you're, not, you're not sure that it's paying dividends, you're not sure it's working, but over time you realize you're using things that you learned and you know particularly in that that case I, I took a keen interest in finance Wall Street like that type of yep. life and um, it wasn't until two years later where I was dealing with with private equity out of New York buying up you know snap fitness and buying fitness chains yep. that I was able to, to be on par with them and talk the same language and sit in a room and not be out of place and I realized it was from all that study I'd done a couple of well, years so prior. you went deep and, and when you went deep in that study it sounds to me that you had a lot of discipline for the study. Was the discipline? Did the discipline come because you had the job, or the discipline come because you wanted to see, hey, that's where I want to go in the future? Yeah, a bit of both. Okay. The the, the urgent need was I had a job. Urgent and, need. And um, I didn't tell anyone my age. Okay. In the network. So we've both lied about our age. I remember yeah. when I first <laughs> built my business at seventeen. I said everybody I was twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a good that's a good hack, right? Yeah. yeah. When I was on cruise ships, I was I was eighteen, nineteen. I told everyone I was in my thirties. Yes. And then when I was in um, the CEO of Snap Australia, I just I didn't want to lie. So I just but I just didn't didn't tell didn't tell didn't anyone. Tell, yeah. And people would make assumptions and maybe the beard and it definitely <laughs> aged me. So I lost a bit of hair and, and they just made their assumptions and then I'd turn it into a bit of humour. So. Um, until I could prove myself, but yeah, the, the motivation came to to learn adult talk, oh, yeah. learn that adult chat um, early, so I could stand toe to toe with these franchisees, um, and just give myself enough time. I knew that I'd be able to deliver results. I knew right. I could do the job. I just needed to buy myself some time to be able to get an understanding and then back myself on a couple of things. And um, y y a tr the true, I think, test back then was yep. actually in adversity rather than everything going well when a couple of things went wrong in the business yep. and how I, I felt dealt with that was very much um, that kind of, the youth came out of me then mm. where I just got back on the tools and got my hands dirty yep. and, and grinded out where maybe someone a bit more senior would would still delegate, 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 where, where in certain times of adversity I, I was able to um, get second because I didn't know any difference. So the youth, was both a disadvantage and an advantage. Yeah, I, I, th I remember back the early days when I was in, when in business, when at Business 17, the youth definitely is on your side, but it is the disadvantage, I think. Mm. I think in any opportunity where you're at, you've got advantages, I think you must play with your strengths there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's uh, veer towards, because you've been a bit of an innovator as well. You know, you yeah. some would say, okay, wow, you got a job at CEO, you're the CEO, you're back from Australia and New Zealand, you've bought and sold many, many clubs, uh, both in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. But, but you're also looking at the future. And we said before that you're moving into net technology. We have moved into technology business. I'd love to know more about that because you saw the problems of retention. You saw the problems of sales. 
uh, mental health, you saw the problems as well, and you said, hey, let's put it all together on, on an app that not just is used for Snap or yourself, but actually is used for gym owners as yeah. well. I'm, I'm very curious about that. Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, it's been an interesting story. So I, um, when I was running Snap Fitness Australia as the CEO, I, you know, it was right around the time in Australia where, and, and you got, you'll know from, from being a Sydney boy, mm. everyone's getting to the like Asahi bowls and yeah. their smoothies, yep. and those businesses were yep. popping up. So nutrition was the thing that people were, were putting on social media and they were talking about it. And whilst I hate that, yep. I, I understand it. And um, I think if you're gonna be a gym operator or any fitness professional and you're serious about results, you, you have to offer some sort of nutrition. Sure. So Makes sense. I couldn't really find what I was looking for. So I was like, you can't find it, just build it, right? Yep. So um, I partnered with a couple of people, created a business called Nomagy, which um, the whole thing was food and it was food to create more energy for people. That's the name, is it? Yeah, long story short, the, um, the it didn't work out like a lot of business relationships mm -hmm. um, don't. So I, I believed in it though and I took it on myself and um, we ended up turning it into a fully functioning um, workable app for, for Snap. We built the Snap app for it, um, for them, and the Nine Round app for them, and, and I've since commercialized it, and we build apps for gyms and personal trainers wow. to, to offer nutrition, um, programming, so just taking paper out of the clubs and doing all the programming through the app yep. to allow the gym to connect to their members better and allow members to connect to each other. It's what we use for our six-week challenges. It's what we use to um, upload new content on for education. Then we use the power of, of technology and machine learning yep. to be able to um, make it as personalized as possible. And it's at the fast forward a couple of years later, we've, you know, we've reduced attrition by a couple of percent within the SNAP network from the Amazing. people that use it. Yep. We sell more MyZone belts than any other, any other brand in the world here in Australia and New Zealand through through that through technology. That technology. Rather than just selling a belt, we sell a solution yep. to someone's problem and the right. belt's just a tool that they use. Wow. Um, and we're we're coming up with a couple of you know great features that launch next month whereby uh, member experience becomes the, the key feature. So when a member is attending the gym, you know, the app will prompt them to rate their experience out of five and if if it's a a four and above, it will push through to their social media ratings and their Google reviews, and if it's below, it will prompt for feedback. So wow. member experience, particularly in our nine round brand, our yep. boutique brand is, is, is paramount to me right now. So yep. I'm, I'm using technology to measure it, taking a chapter out of Uber's book where they have their rating system and that's what their KPIs or their drivers are and that's what my trainers' KPIs will be. Right. It's, it's so an interesting story because you know a lot of gym owners are stuck in that, I don't know, that, that I don't know if it's rude to say the gym mentality or the retention mentality, not seeing what the future is. You're seeing the problem. You went to technology and you said all businesses are technology before. What yeah. do you mean by that? Uh, I just believe that, you know, moving into the future, all businesses will become technology businesses. They'll yep. just offer different services and products. Sure. So, you know, we'll always be a service business. We'll always offer yep. fitness as a service. Um, it's just the, there's been a huge swing in the amount of gyms that are in Australia and New Zealand compared to the population and the amount of people who use them. Yeah. So you have to work to reality and all us, you know, 24 seven gym operators, we were used to 12, 1300 members in every club that we opened and, yes. and we'd just pat ourselves on the back and think we were good yeah, operators. Sure. But the truth be told, a lot of it was timing, yep. a lot of it was luck and um, and now the reality is, is a lot of our clubs get to that number but they get through hard work. So 
how do you turn 800 members into the new 1200 from a revenue standpoint? Yes. And that's attrition and it's yield. So offering things like additional services through technology allows us to, to keep our yield high and our attrition low because we're in, our whole thing is if we, can, if we can get the member to commit to us within their first six weeks of their membership, we'll, we'll have them f for a long period of time. And, mm. and that's, that's what we're trying to figure out. So I think that we're, you know, lift brands through the use of technology. We are the pioneers of, of onboarding new members. Yep. And we have some pretty special stuff that we're releasing um, this year to ensure that we are showing, you know, the public and the world that we are, we are caring about how their first initial six weeks are at the gym and that they're onboarded properly rather than just being a sales machine, which wow. is member, member, member. So, so you're systemizing the sales process, systemizing the retention process all through technology. Yep. And it's interesting because you're now taking that out, not just the Snap brand 12 and, and sorry. Nine round. Sorry, I'll say that again. Have to edit that bit. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back. It's interesting because you're not taking that out just to the, the 12 lift brands. You're taking that out to uh, a vast majority of yeah. any independent. What was the decision there to, to go for that? Uh, you know, obviously I've, uh, I, like, I like technology. I think yeah. I've said to you before, you, you, the thing I like about technology is you either go bankrupt or become a billionaire, right? Yes. And um, not that money's not really a driver for me and yeah. it just allows me to do things I like, like you know, travel and having sure. fun. Um, but yeah, you know, I see an opportunity with it, um, so I've commercialized it. And yeah. the thing about Nomogy is, is it's it's essentially 90% of any wellness business or fitness business who want their own app. It's about 90% of what they want. Yes. So it's a lot cheaper to ha have me build the 10% to customize it to what they want, rather yeah. than they go out and do it themselves. Mm. And then. Because, I mean, you, you'll know from your experience in technology, as soon as you build something and you host it, yep. you've got to develop it further, yes. take on users, customer service. It's Version just two, three, four, and 100, It's yeah? just easy yeah. to have someone else. And I've, I've spent the money now, so might as well use me. So yeah. um, I can either white label the product to just be a straight white label for, for independents who just, just need that, or you know, I've e even built apps for um, genetic testing businesses who, yep. who provide meal plans and workout plans based on your your DNA. Yeah. And that's cool stuff. I like doing cool stuff that's right. creative. So that, that's what really drives me. Yeah. Very good, very good. Um, so moving forward, if you can predict, you know, what's going to be happening in me, I think you're predicting it through, through technology, but um, where's the future of, and I think we spoke yesterday, actually, I'll say that again, if we can cut that out. Um, you mentioned as well yesterday when we were out at one of your uh, gyms was that mental health was a kind of an, an, uh, an area that you're personally working a little bit deeper in your technology plus Snap itself. Can you just yeah. give me a bit of a highlight why why you've gone down the path of mental health? Yeah, I think that um, you know it's such a big part of society now, and, yep. and you, you know a thing that really offends me yes. is um, you know Australia and New Zealand are two of the most beautiful countries on earth, the most free countries. Yes. Um, yes, we have our problems, but compared to other places, we have no problems. And the fact that our you know suicide rates are, are the worst in the Western world. It mm. just, it's, it's, it's not good, and a lot can be achieved when someone just moves a little bit better. They eat a little bit better. They connect with some other people, and they feel like they're part of something bigger. So, a couple of years ago, I started developing these six-week challenges, um, you know, to raise money for for charities for for mental health. Yeah. And now I've actually used my technology to to educate people and and to. 
um, give them tips and tools that they can improve their own mental health. And a lot of it comes back to gratitude. Yep. So we built a gratitude diary in there. Great, um, great. And then it's, it's just about forming positive habits for them to have a healthy lifestyle. I think that regardless of brand and, and you put the snap thing aside and, and whatever, if you own a fitness facility yep. and you want to be successful in the future, you got to create um, you got to create a plan to show that your club and your membership goes beyond the four walls of your gym and mm. you're there for someone's wellness and not just their fitness and that's both mental and physical nowadays and and that's that's the way the industry's going we're going from a fitness industry to a wellness industry and and y you know if you're going to be part of it you have to offer nutrition you have to offer fitness and you have to offer the mental side of it and you'll never be a counselor or psychologist I'm not saying that and don't try and be because that's yep. dangerous but just let people know that are things about things like gratitude and let people know about social connection and, yes. and connecting your members together and you know that can really change people's lives and I see I see stories that we get you know through our technology because they're prompted to write a story and you know th these are people who are on the brink of of, of giving up completely on their lives and yes. just moving a little bit more, eating a little bit more, eating a little bit better, yeah, which yeah. is often more, right? Yes. Um, ha has saved them. And I just think it's just a simple thing. Yeah. But to them, it's not a simple thing. Mm. So. Mm. Especially when you're in that position, you're stuck. It's the littlest of the things of gratitude, thank you. Just being nice, the smile. Oh man, it's just kindness. We're just yep. so fast paced, you know. We, we live in such a busy world and, and and it, it, I think social media has a huge part to play. Both, it's a it's both a good and an evil when it comes on the battle of mental health because people only post the good things, right? And yes. then you compare. Well, they post the good things and they use those apps that we teach people to use and yeah. they make it look pretty. Yeah, they make it look pretty, and that's and that's you. Know, I get that. That's fair call. Like yeah. I have no problem with that. But um, I, I also just think that you know people. It's not reality as well, yes. and and we just need to be careful. I think we need to sometimes go a little bit old school and just pick up the phone Great. and talk to someone and yeah, like you said just be kind a smile mm. um, and, and that all comes back to your basics within the gym amazing Andy you've got such a very inspiring and uh, very cool unique story um, if if somebody was watching this who's maybe getting into their business and getting into their their space if you can give them one or two tips to continue go going maybe in not the easiest times they're going through what would they be yeah sure so you, you Business, like in life, is, is it's full of adversity. Mm. And your character comes out in those moments. And um, just know that it's, it's, pe it's peaks and valleys, like they, yep. like they always say, peaks and valleys. And you only, have, you only have the valleys to make the peaks even better. So when you're going through the rough parts, just, just remember why you're there and, and use your heart and use your gut back that up with the logical side of it and the analytical side of it and if it makes sense just keep going um, and, but if you get into trouble mentally financially because it doesn't matter there's so many people that can help you and just just asking someone for guidance and help and, and knowing that you're taking action that that's probably my advice is take action um, whether you're a gym manager sales rep or owner who's who's trying to get get hold of the leads and trying to get more members yep. follow up in action Will, will solve a lot of your problems. Sales Be solves the problem. So and more members solve every problem you've got, <laughs> right? And, and and now it's keeping more members. Yeah. Will solve all your problems as well keeping as keeping more members. That's great. As well as keeping that sales funnel working. So it's, it's a bit of a balance of both, man. But just just it's a beautiful industry to be part of. It's it's full of opportunity for everyone. Yep. 
and um, you are doing social good as well as creating great living and great commercial life yourself. So just just enjoy the ride and just learn, make mistakes, own them, don't make them again, and just grow. Love it. Love the story, uh, Andy. Where's the best place to check out um, this amazing technology you have? Uh, so nomergy.com um, is fine. It's O O N O N E R G Y, or just yeah, I don't know, just. Andy Pete on LinkedIn. I, I heard you on, I saw you on LinkedIn. So there you on go. Yeah, I am on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm not really on the other things, but. LinkedIn's good. Yeah, yeah, cool. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for your time. Thank you. A pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to Industry Change. If you are watching the video version of this, we do have a podcast version. You can subscribe also on our YouTube channel too. Until next time, I'll see you later. Thanks for watching Industry Change.